0: Welcome to Bedtime Stories with Woodsy. Today we'll be reading from the Dirty Bertie series, and this one's called Crackers. It's been written by David Roberts and Alan MacDonald. Chapter 1. Bertie burst into the kitchen. Ah, shipmates! He cried. He was wearing his pirate hat, an eye patch, and brandishing a cutlass. Bertie, please don't wave that in here, said Mum wearily. Oh, I'm practicing. Bertie explained. It's the auditions for the Christmas play today. Every year, the school's Christmas concert took place at St. Wilfrid's Church. There were readings and carols, but the highlight was always the play. Bertie had never been chosen for one of the main parts, but this year, things were going to be different. I thought it was a nativity play, said Mum. It is. I'm going to be one of the three kings. Dressed like that. I'm the Pirate King, said Bertie. Mum rolled her eyes. Oh, Bertie, there aren't any pirates in the Christmas story. I know, but there could be. You know, instead of just following a star, there could be a big battle between the pirates and the robbers. What's robbers? said Mum. The ones fighting the pirates, replied Bertie. Bertie, you can't just change the story any way you like. Why not? Everyone's seen it before. In any case, if Miss Boot sees you dressed like that, you probably won't get the part at all. Miss Boot isn't doing the play this year, replied Bertie. It's Miss Darling. Miss Darling was new to Bertie's school, which explained why she'd agreed to direct the play. Every other teacher in the school avoided it like the plague.
1: Children, children...
0: She said, clapping her hands together.
1: Let's make a start, shall we? Now, who would like to audition first?
0: A dozen hands shot up into the air. Miss Darling chose the boy wearing a black eye patch.
1: And who are you?
0: Bertie, said Bertie.
1: Well, Bertie, perhaps you could take off your hat first. It's my
0: costume.
1: That's lovely. But this story hasn't got any pirates in. It's about the baby Jesus being born in the manger.
0: It's got three kings, said Bertie.
1: Yes, that's right.
0: Well I'm the pirate king. Miss Darling ran a hand through her hair.
1: Why don't you just read the part and we'll see how we get on, shall we?
0: Bertie clumped across the stage. He swished his cutlass through the air. Aha, he said in his best pirate accent. We be three kings, and we be following the star. Miss Darling held up her hand to stop him.
1: Perhaps it would be better if you did it without the funny voice.
0: Bertie frowned. That's how pirates talk, though. It's not meant to be funny.
1: I know, but could you just try it in your own voice,
0: please? Bertie clomped off stage and then clomped back on. We are three kings and we are following the star. He swished his sword a bit too wildly. Ow! cried a voice. You nearly poked me in the eye. It was Bertie's sworn enemy, know-all Nick. It's not my fault, said Bertie. How am I supposed to act with you in the way? Gave Nick a shove. Nick shoved him back, knocking off Bertie's hat. Bertie raised his cutlass.
1: Miss, Bertie's fighting,
0: whined Nick.
1: I think that'll do, Bertie. Come and sit down,
0: said Miss Darling. So Bertie sat down. On the whole, he felt the audition had gone pretty well. He was bound to get the part of the Pirate King. After all, he was the only one who had bothered to come in costume. Chapter 2 The following day, Miss Darling gave out the parts. Bertie waited eagerly to hear his name.
1: Josh, Zadie and Nicholas,
0: you will be the kings. I'm sure you'll all be
1: wonderful.
0: Bertie couldn't believe it.
1: No old Nick, a king.
0: He didn't even have his own eye patch. Nick slunk over to Bertie. What part did you get? A shepherd. Oh, only a shepherd? Poor you. (laughs) Better than a smelly old king, said Bertie. How many lines have you got? Bertie shrugged. I haven't looked yet. I have, said Nick. You've got one on page 15. I've got hundreds. Look, I'm on nearly every page. He thrust his script under Bertie's nose. Bertie ignored him. And Miss Darling wants me to sing a solo, <laughs> Nick went on. She says I sing beautifully. Shame your face is so ugly though, Bertie replied. Rehearsals got underway. Nick wore a purple cloak. His gold crown glittered with jewels. Bertie wore a tea towel that flopped in his eyes. Now said Miss Darling.
1: It is night. All is calm. All is bright. Angels, you tiptoe in and gather round the stables. Kings, lay your gifts by the manger. Shepherds? Oh, where are the shepherds?
0: Bertie's head popped out from behind the curtain. Sorry, Miss, uh, we've, we've, we've lost one of our sheep. Miss Darling frowned. You don't have any sheep. They're pretend sheep, said Bertie. I counted six. But now there's only five.
1: Never mind, just bring them in and gather round the manger.
0: Bertie and Eugene clumped across the stage, making loud, barring noises. There was a bit of shoving between the kings and the shepherds, who all wanted to be at the front. Miss Darling waited for them to settle.
1: Now the lights dim and Nicholas comes to the front,
0: she said. Nick gave Bertie a gloating smile. He stepped forward and took a breath. Silent night, holy night.
1: Oh, beautiful,
0: sighed Miss Darling, clasping her hands together.
1: All is
0: calm, all
1: is bright.
0: But who is doing that awful noise? Said Miss Darling. Zadie raised her hand.
1: Um, please, Miss, it's Bertie. Bertie,
0: said Miss Darling, sorry Miss, uh, it's our lost sheep, said Bertie, he's come back. No, Nick glared at him and began again, silent night, holy, I know Miss, it was Bertie again,
1: what is it now, what if we
0: had a sheep dog,
1: you mean a pretender dog,
0: no, a real one, he could round up the sheep,
1: that's a lovely idea Bertie, But we don't have a sheepdog, do we?
0: My dog, Whiffa, could do it. Brilliant, said Darren. Wicked, said Eugene. Miss Darling looked flustered.
1: I'm not sure it's a good idea. You can't bring a dog into church. Why not? Well, uh, because, you know, what what if he misbehaves?
0: He won't. Whiffa's been to dog training classes. He's got a certificate and everything. Even so... Miss Darling looked doubtful. Please, Miss, begged Bertie. It'd be brilliant. Miss Darling hesitated.
1: Why don't I think about it,
0: she said. Great. Chapter 3 With so much to do, Miss Darling soon forgot about Bertie's idea. But Bertie didn't forget. In his mind, the matter was settled. If Miss Darling hadn't actually said no, she must have meant yes. On the night of the play, Bertie got to the church early. He was dressed in a tea towel and his old chequered dressing gown. Whiffer was at his side. Bertie hadn't asked Mum or Dad if Whiffer could be in the play. He wanted it to be a surprise. Miss Boot got a bit of a surprise too. As she came into the vestry, she almost fell over Whiffer. Shoo! Oh, oh, she screeched. Get away from me, you brute! It's only Whiffer, Miss. ''He won't hurt you,'' said Bertie. Miss Boot turned very pale. She didn't seem to like dogs. She was flattened against the wall as if she thought Whiffer was going to eat her. ''Bertie, get him out of here!'' squawked Miss Boot. ''But he's in the play, Miss!'' Whiffer wagged his tail and barked excitedly. Miss Boot began to shake. ''Don't be ridiculous, Bertie!'' she said. Now, shoo!" But he is. Honestly, Miss, Miss Darling said, didn't you, Miss? Miss Boot turned on Miss Darling, who was pinning up the hem of Mary's dress. Oh dear, I think perhaps there's been a misunderstanding, said Miss Darling. But he did ask if he could bring his dog,
1: but I said, um... uh, I don't care what you said,
0: snapped Miss Boot. It's out of the question. I won't have a dog ruining the performance. Now, take him home. At that moment, there was a knock on the door, and the vicar poked his head into the room. Everybody ready? he asked, beaming. The audience are all in. Oh dear, said Miss Darling, staring at Whiffer. (sighs) Ah, I'm sure he'll behave. If... Miss Boot glared at Bertie. He better. If that dog so much as whimpers, I will hold you personally responsible, Bertie.
1: Do I make myself clear?
0: Bertie's mum and dad had seats in the front row. The play began. Noel Nick entered wearing his gold crown and spied the starving east through his telescope. The junior choir then sang Little Donkey, while Mary and Joseph plodded around the church on the way to Bethlehem. Finally came the entrance of the shepherds. Darren, Eugene and Bertie clomped onto the stage, holding their crooks and peering out from under their tea towels. Dad turned pale when he saw who it was with them. Good grief, he hissed. Isn't that whiffer? It can't be, said Mum. Oh, it is, whispered Dad. It is Whiffer. What's he doing here? Oh, I thought he was at home. Oh, Bertie didn't mention anything. No, said Dad grimly. I bet he didn't. They watched nervously as Whiffer crossed the stage and sniffed around the quiet stalls. They waited for him to growl or bark or do something disgusting on the floor. But Whiffer behaved as if he'd been acting all his life. When Bertie sat, he sat too and rested his head in Bertie's lap. Ah, went the audience. From that moment on, Whiffer was the star of the play. He followed the shepherds on the road to Bethlehem and wagged his tail when the innkeeper patted his head. Children in the audience laughed. Parents smiled. Even Miss Boots stopped frowning. Everything went perfectly until the final scene. The angels tiptoed on, the kings laid their gifts at the manger, the shepherds knelt, and Whiffer lay down beside Bertie. Miss Boot dimmed the lights low, and Miss Darling plink-plonked on the piano. It was Noel Nick's big moment. Silent night, holy night, he sang. Whiffer pricked up his ears.
1: is come all is bright. Howl,
0: howl, howled with her joining in the song. oh Bertie put a hand over his muzzle and tried to silence him, but that only brought giggles from the audience. Keep going, whispered Miss Darling. Keep going, please. She plinked the opening bars again. Silent night, Holy night.
1: Oh,
0: howled Whiffer, throwing back his head. The audience shook with laughter. Nick bellowed louder. Silent night. Oh, Whiffer howled louder still. Nick lost his temper and hurled his gifts at Whiffer's head. It missed and bounced off Bertie's. Ow he said loudly. Bertie pushed Nick in the back with his crook. Nick stumbled forward and fell into the front row of the audience. He clambered back on stage, crimson with fury. Get them! he yelled. Oh, oh, get them! he yelled back. The kings charged the shepherds. The shepherds charged the kings. Crowns were trampled underfoot. Tea towels were torn. Whiffer bounded around the stage, barking joyfully. Bertie caught sight of Miss Boots' face as he ducked a flying sandal. She looked like she was about to explode. Chapter four. A
1: disaster,
0: sighed Miss Darling. Never again, vowed Miss Skinner. The audience were leaving the church and making their way home. Bertie felt it might be a good time for him to slip away too, but he would have to get past Miss Boot, who was standing at the door. He pulled his tea towel over his eyes and tried to mingle in with the crowd. Bertie! boomed Miss Boot. I want a word with you! Bertie backed away. It wasn't my fault, he stammered. How was I to know Whiffer doesn't like Nick singing? I warned you, stormed Miss Boot. I warned you that if... she broke off. Whiffer had trotted over to say hello. Miss Boot backed off. Her face had gone white. Shoo, shoo. Get away, she said. It's okay. He won't bite. He just wants to play, said Bertie. But Miss Boot didn't want to play. Miss Boot was in retreat. Whiffer bounded after her. With a squawk, Miss Boot bolted into the vestry and slammed the door behind her. Miss Boot, said Bertie through the door. Go away, shouted Miss Boot.
1: Just go.
0: Bertie didn't need any more persuasion. He went. Darren and Eugene were waiting outside.
1: Well, what happened?
0: Asked Eugene. Nothing really, said Bertie. She just told me to go. Teachers, said Darren, shaking his head. Anyway, said Eugene.
1: Tomorrow's the Christmas holidays.
0: What shall we do? Bertie considered it. I know, he said. We could take Whiffer Carol singing. Brilliant idea, said Darren. Wicked, said Eugene. I'm sure Miss Boot would love a visit. <laughs> Anyone know where she lives? And that is the end. Hope you enjoyed it. See you next time. Thanks for listening.